right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Lang Up podcast slash the No Lang Up preview show uh, presented by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Hopefully you can be either watching this on YouTube or listening to it on our podcast feed. Of course, no event this weekend, but we are going to kick off like we usually do with a season preview video slash podcast. If you don't know, we uh, post weekly videos on our YouTube channel with our friends from the DraftKings Sportsbook year long, season long. Uh, points race, if you will, because we cannot legally bet here in Florida, but we make picks. And in this episode, we are going to make season-long picks with our 100 nuggets that we get to make plays on. The, the Our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook stood up a bunch of fun lines for us on, you know, Max Homo, will he crack in the top 10, all this kind of fun stuff. We're going to get to all that. My name is Chris Solomon, better known as Solly. TC is joining us as well. If you're watching on video, he is rocking his Team International hat. Hello, TC. Hello. I, I think I think we should call it the, the DK World Tour. <laughs> <laughs> Hope there's no infringement in any of that. Big Randy is here. Hello, Big Randy. Good evening, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be back. A new year, a fresh start. Who knows what's ahead of us? And then finally, someone that uh, the listeners have been wanting to, and viewers have been wanting to hear from um, in the in the in the in the past week or so. A lot of stuff being said. A lot of stuff happening out there in the ether. DJ Pihowski, Deej, I'm going to turn the floor over to you, and you can, you can. This story can start where you want it to start, but uh, you know, for people that have both seen and maybe not seen what we're talking about, take us there. Uh, first of all, thank you. Happy to be here. Um, you know, welcome. Happy New Year to all you guys. You all look great. Uh, thrilled to be back with you uh, for this, I guess, year-long race. Technically, since we're mid-season already, uh, welcome back to the PJ Tour. God, have we missed it? Uh, I'm currently the draft king, by the way. <laughs> I, I'm I'm at home. My my crown is at the kill house. You guys missed uh, it before before we press record. TC tried to claim that he won the previous <laughs> season, also. So his malfeasance knows no bounds. Well, speaking of malfeasance, yeah, thank you. Uh, so I think what you're alluding to is an incident that happened in uh, the most recent Wild World of Golf uh, on number one. I, listen, hand up. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, it's not a good look for me. Uh, for those that don't understand what's going on, I, I addressed this issue on Twitter, uh, which I would direct all the people to. If and I was in the police if, report, it's if I was a tour report. player, I would just say, I'm not going to. Did I put it on Twitter? Then I put it on Twitter. It's over. I'm not going to respond anymore. I, I put my statement out on Twitter. But for you guys, I'll expound. Uh, you know, I'm always generous with my time here on the podcast. So I'm happy to uh, happy to do that. Yeah, listen, man, I, uh, I thought I made a four on number one. I think people got to understand. There's a lot of shit going on. Ben's friends are out there helping us generously as camera operators. I wouldn't say they're professional camera operators. So we're, we're trying to kind of, oh, wow. we're trying game. to kind of, here we go. We're pushing the volunteers around, making sure that everybody's all, all your guys' glamorous shots get captured on video. And you know, uh, one of those putts just happened to slip my mind. There's a lot of chaos going on with the stymies. Did I, it's just, you know, there's no excuse for it, but uh, did I make a five on number one? It would appear uh, yes, that I did. Um, and so for that, I'd like to apologize uh, to TC, uh, who was knocked out on number one after 
And I won't apologize for how bad Tron's chip was. It was extremely nebbish, as the Randy chip said. was fine. The chip the was chip fine. Was I just good. I heard like three of you blade yours over the green, and then uh, just a, hit a better chip and knock me out. And this thing it does kind of take care of itself. So I will say that. But you shouldn't have put you know I shouldn't have put you in that in that position. So I do apologize for that. Not for the chip, but I do apologize for for uh, not counting my score correctly. I think all this goes back to three simple words for me. I, I'm I'm just trying to grow the game out there and uh that's that's where i guess i'll leave it and i hope we can put this behind us um i do think it got more people to tune in you know i think it extended the conversation and i hope i did my small part uh to grow the game this week will you, you apologize to freddie as well uh sure he was, he was yeah. pissed that 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 i got knocked out early after such a good shot on the first hole too uh and i also apologize to the members of burning tree who you were proudly uh repping thank you there thank you yeah uh questions spirit, for you many people are saying the spiritual cousin to bruff creek <laughs> national uh question for you do you feel that your your ace was tainted or didn't even happen Many people uh ask. i'll say tainted yes i would say didn't even happen i, I would push back on that uh, a little bit but yeah uh, sure so expunge it from the record that's fine it's wiped out along with solly's victory i would say I think that's that's where we that's, really need to uh, exactly go. Hate next. to hang an asterisk. That. Yeah, yeah scoring error in the play-in game got to take the title away. I, I think I think it definitely has to be hung totally next agree. to that victory. Totally and I also agree. won't apologize for how bad Randy yeah. played either. Exactly. Uh, so I, I will I will say that too. So I, I hope that covers it. I would I think, say punishment wise for Pie Man, you know, a a normal punishment for this would be like, hey, you're suspended from Wild World of Golf, but he would want that. So I think we have to make him play in more of them. I think that's the only appropriate punishment. I think he has to play in caddy. At the same time? At the same time. That sounds truly awful. That's a pretty good punishment. (laughs) That that sounds shitty. That is interesting. Well, shall we turn it over here to the beginning of the 2022 season year? I guess let's turn over a new leaf. Shall we? Season is the season has been among us for a while, but I don't know about you guys. I feel like usually when you turn the page into Kapalua, I'm usually pretty amped. Is it just me how the schedule flowed this past year that I feel like our break was shorter than usual? Maybe it's PNC Championship becoming a flagship event in the PGA Tour calendar that that makes me feel this way. But I feel like we're kind of this is coming up a little quick on me. Does anybody else feel that way? Yes and no. I think I think I'm always ready for that first weekend. I I almost thought like the tournament should be this weekend. It's it's caught me off guard that I still have to wait a, a full another week uh to get to the tournament of champions it's it's one of my most celebrated events i love it really are you, are you being sincere <laughs> i think it's a wonderful collection you get all the winners from the previous year i mean that it's extremely except special. for last year when it wasn't the way and, was and when they invited year. the some non-winners and that was <laughs> scummy so i'm glad we're getting back to our roots here i i don't know if you're being sincere or not so i i'm gonna put myself out on a limb and say i totally agree with everything you just said uh i love this event and Solly, i i think you're totally right about pnc usually we, we have a couple more breaks but uh, i think that took a, a lot more real estate in my golfing brain than i uh, expected to or than it ever has before uh with the cat doing cat things uh which we should talk about at some point that i don't think we did a, a full recap of that but that was uh truly jarring to to watch that uh but no i'm i'm uh yes i feel like it has come up fast no i never feel like the break is long enough but yes again i'm actually super excited to watch this week i i love 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 this tournament i uh i'll temper that a little bit uh i always like this event i always like watching primetime golf from hawaii uh, I'm much more of a fan of Sony though. I like the full field. I like kind of that fir- the first full field event 
of the year kind of thing. But the last few years when there's been carnage, like high winds and 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 that sort of thing at Kapalua, sign me up. When the trades start bucking their head, you yeah. just and and then Rolf starts it. bucking his head. Yeah, Rolf S C N. Yeah, we get to see those Hawaii commercials. Oh my yeah. gosh. So good. The Kucher one was great where he's dancing. <laughs> Speaking of Hawaii commercials, at the end of this episode, if you're listening on our podcast feed, we have the tournament director from the Tournament of Champions, Alex Urban. He joins us for about 20 minutes talking about recruiting guys for the event and talks a lot about Hawaii as well. So you'll hear that if you are listening uh, on your podcast feed. So before we get to one of our great traditions in our season preview pod is to go by event by event from the past year. And see if anyone can guess who won it. There's been no research done by any of you guys. I will abstain from this as I have the, the master list. But the question we got from King Q Vic, we always do a, you know, blah, blah, blah year is the year of the blank. And I don't know, have we established a year of the what for 2022? And do we remember what the past years were? We Those are great oh, yeah. questions. Yeah, we, we, we do remember and we have established what 2022 is. Folks can... Check out the Trap Draw episode this week. It will be going up. Uh, should we spoil it for him, though, guys? Should we should we give him a little teaser on what this year is going to be? I wouldn't I'd give away what it is because it's a it's a pretty lengthy discussion. Okay. But I, I think we can talk about what the uh, the previous ones were, just so people know what the hell we're talking about. Sure, we are coming out of. Correct me if I'm wrong. We're coming out of the year of the process. That's right. We're turning the page. It was it was a great year of the process. It was. And I think the process will stick with us, but we are yeah. we are coming out of that now. We're better like, for the process. It's kind of like blockchain. You're just adding on, you know, the year yes. it kind of, you know, once it is that year it continues being that year into the future. All right, we will spoil it. 2022 is the year of solid work at blockchain references. It's <laughs> as, many, as many conversations as possible. It just doesn't really roll off the tongue, so I didn't want to give it away, but that's what it is. 2022 is the year of the metaverse. I think, I, you know, it's too good not to just share with the people right now. Sorry, I'm sorry your apes got stolen, by the way. I know, I know. I, was I, protected. I hate that. I haven't gotten to the NFT game yet, but it's going to be a crypt. It's going to be the year of crypto in this household. So yes, that that will be published soon here to the uh, to the trap draw feed, the 2022 uh, goals podcast, which has a, a been a favorite of ours to do for a couple of years now. So, which which one of the things we didn't talk about this on the podcast, but I think the year of the all 22, Randy, mm. that could be that getting could that, tie in that here. bird's eye view, bird's really, eye view, but being really, able to focus in, you know, <laughs> really seeing the yeah. whole the whole situation I, develop. I, I, I mean, like that. God, I wish, you know, we recorded the podcast a couple of days ago. It feels like 2022 <laughs> is kind of your spot. For, for, <laughs> right? I mean, God, what better year, you know, we're going to have to wait it's another poetic. century. But as you'll learn from what we chose, we, we're going to just ignore that suggestion. <laughs> we got we to move on. All right, let's go straight into it from last year. Uh, who won the century tournament of champions last year? Oh, oh, so we're doing calendar year. We're not doing yeah, yeah, oh, 2021. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hazard a guess. Yeah. Can I start? Sure. Yeah. I and I don't know if this was last year or the year before, but I think was it like JT and Xander battling it out? And I feel like Xander kind of crowned JT. So I'm gonna guess JT. That is JT incorrect. was he was very relevant at the tournament of champions. <laughs> yeah, big year. week. But did that happen? Did that happen like a few years ago? Or no, am I no, 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 making that, all that up? That was where no. Xander got gusted on. 
Well, yeah, no, that did happen. JT yeah. was relevant again at the Tournament of Champions, but not for the reasons okay. that you're referencing. I think it was, was Harris. He English. was deep in the uh, he he was deep in the meltwater mentions. Yes. <laughs> oh, was it Harris English? Now, oh, now I know what you mean. It is Harris English. All right, all right. I might not legit might not get another like three or four. So that's that's, that's good to get on the board. Randy, the fact that you didn't know that Harris was he was flushing the he ball was. and you had been Absolutely. tracking it for months. Absolutely flushing it. <laughs> we were yes, yes. Uh, uh, Sony Open in Hawaii. Cam Smith. No. Um, Kevin Na. Close. Kevin Na is correct. Really? Thirsty yes. Kevin. I don't I honestly, I don't think you're going to get the American Express. Andrew uh, Landry. Patrick that was Cantlay. a while ago. Oh, uh, uh, God. Not yeah, Cantlay. Pass for me. Uh, the, Adam uh, Kim. Oh. Uh, I, I was gonna say that that, that Adam uh, Long's like four that, uh, years ago. David <laughs> <laughs> Duval. That uh that uh, Indonesian warlord that's <laughs> He wins every year. Yeah, it's not on the scoreboard. Uh this one's an easy one. The farmers insurance open. You mind if I stick my finger in there? P <laughs> P ATT Pebble Beach Pro Am. Only oh. know this because I was researching the Saudi releases that it was Daniel Berger. That is correct. Mm. Uh, the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Oh, no idea. No uh, oh, come on. You've seen the highlight of him chipping in so many times. It's in all the commercials. No, what channel? I, don't know. <laughs> I know. I know Ricky played well that week, but he did. I don't know who it won. was. Brooksy. Oh, right, right, right. That was awesome, yeah. actually. That was a that was a sweet tournament. The I, Genesis. I feel bad in, I didn't get that one. The Genesis Invitational. Max, Max Homa. We'll never forget that one. Who did he beat? Ah, I knew you couldn't get through it. I just knew it. I knew it. It's too easy. The Honda Classic. You will not get this. Mackenzie Hughes. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, uh, God. Luke Lewis. Yeah, I don't even know names to guess. Yeah. K oh, oh uh, the um, KH Lee. Oh, 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 no, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> it's Matt Jones. Who? Who? Matt Jones. <laughs> it's Matt Jones. Uh, the Puerto Rico Open. Oh, man. Vic. Uh, mm. Hudson Swafford. I knew, I knew you were going to ask me that shit. No, Hudson Swafford was uh, Dominican, right? Or Punta Cana? In like the year before, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, I don't know. Brandon Grace. Not sure. Oh, that was right. a good one. His his yeah. dad had passed mm. away. Yeah, yeah. Bay Hill. Arnold Shout Palmer. out to the international team, by the way. TC. Yeah. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton. No. No, that was two years ago. Guys, with confidence too. <laughs> uh, was this the year that Rory won? Right. No, come on. Was that a couple years ago? There's Did like he? NFTs of this shit. Oh, Bryson. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Bryson. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, okay. sure. Uh, the players. JT. JT. Valspar. Mm. that's a great question john senden <laughs> that was literally eight years ago <laughs> i think that's ago. the last one i remember <laughs> paul casey wins every year i assume it was him no speed no, no. cam champ oh sam burns ah uh, should have got that one too i don't think you'll get this the wgc dell technologies match play billy horschel got it good one. well done corrales punta cana championship Hudson Swaver. Uh Chesson Hadley? No. Oh. He won an opposite field event. Didn't this he? is a friendly. Come on, we can get this one. Punta. Oh, uh, good morning, Damon. Good morning, Joel Damon. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, he beat, uh, God, who did he beat? DJ, didn't you pick that or something? Yeah. It was a rare highlight. Thank you. That actually, that, that's helps. (laughs) Valero. Spliff. Yeah. J stinky J. Yep. The master's tournament. Hideki. Uh, Good one. Oh, that would have taken me a while. (laughs) RBC heritage. That's why I said it really quickly just to make sure you cover that. RBC Heritage. Oh, the Heritage was... This was, um, a, this was a DK winner for your boy. Oh, oh Stu, Stu, Sink. Stu Sink. You know it. Yes. You know God, it. RIP. Was, uh, who's that guy that he, he dug out against at the Heritage that time? Uh, talks about it all the time. Oh, uh, Ted Purdy. Ted Purdy. Ted Purdy. Ted Purdy. <laughs> that was scummy. That I was, was so scummy. curious. Yeah, the, the financial arrangement between Stu and his kid. I remember uh, that. Well, I asked him about it on the pod. There you go, Randy. Why don't you go back yeah. and listen to that? Well, one. no, I, I'm I'm... I'm more out loud saying why I remember certain things. Uh, this is a tough one because you got to name two guys: the Zurich Classic of New Orleans, Big Leash, and, and Cam. Cam. Good oh, one. Sure. Well sure. done. I didn't watch uh, a second of it. But... Wells Fargo. Oh, <sighs> come on, Rory. The rib. Yeah, the rib. Right. Yeah, that's right. AT and T Byron Nelson. That's not a real tournament. Hmm. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass on this one. Aaron Craig Ranch. That no, that was like three years ago. But it's not like TPC Craig James. <laughs> Remember the five. I, I TC, you've said the name already. You got very Andrew excited. Landry. KH no, Lee. KH Lee is correct. KH Lee is sick. I'm a big KH Lee guy. <laughs> PGA Championship. Phil. There you go. Chuck Schwab Challenge. Uh, uh, oh, he's all in. All in. Oh, yeah. Memorial. Jack. Mm. Colin. (laughs) Can't lay? Can't lay. Yeah, can't lay. Oh, because Rom got the vid. vid. All right, here's a tough one. This is all so this is on the cat on the calendar here is the defending champion. The think about this one. The defending champion of the RBC Canadian Open. Oof. The rib. Got it. Oh, good stuff. That's two years. That was at that was at Hamilton in like right. 2019, 2019, right? Yeah. U.S. Open. Uh, good question. Rom. Rom. <laughs> Rombo. Great, that's a great question. <laughs> you asked many good ones. <laughs> the Travelers. Mm. Mm, no idea. Ken Duke. He's, uh, it was a lengthy playoff. Oh, oh sure. Harris English. You got it's like it. The worst playoff ever, right? Yeah. Like par, 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 par. John Deere. Mm. Mm. TC, I'll see the floor here to you. I I know what it is, but I'll I'll. Uh... I have no idea. I don't know either, actually. Come uh, on, Brian Harmon. No, he was close. Jordan Spieth, Lucas Glover. Oh, that was a, that was a fun event to watch. Barbasol, mm. Jim Herman, Steve Flesh. <laughs> This is going downhill. Tom Brennan. Seamus Power. Really? Uh, oh, the, the Irish guys are going to get all over us. <laughs> I, I wish I would have watched that. The Barracuda. Ooh, Barracuda. Oh, uh, I know this. Eric Van Royen. Got it. Yeah. Don't know why I know that. but The, yeah. op- the Open Championship. Colin. Uh, Colin Rakawa. 3M Open. Mm. Oh, mm. gosh. Matthew Wolf. <laughs> that is incorrect. You watched so much golf in like 2019. <laughs> mm. 
No idea. <laughs> was it Bryson? Cam Champ. Mm. Oh. Oh, yeah, don't remember Rocket that. Mortgage Classic. I was going to say Cam Champ for Rocket oh, uh, Mortgage, but this was Cam Davis. Cam Davis. Stinky, Got stinky it. Cam Davis. Wyndham Championship. We're almost there. Was that Hermie mm-hmm. or is that a couple years ago? That was a couple years ago. Uh, uh, the Wyndham. Oh, it was a playoff. Kisner. Got it. Nice. Yeah, it was like a five-person playoff. Yeah. Kiss yeah, for nice, Ryder nice Cup. Nice pull, TC. Yeah. The FedEx St. Jude Championship. Oh, this is weird. This is yeah. This is confusing now, because it's this is like the on this PGA Tour schedule. Right. It's the Northern Trust now. No, it's so the Memphis, who, the Memphis yeah, one. But who won the Northern Trust? Uh, I don't think anybody remembers. It wasn't that a fake yeah, event. I, I, I think yeah. they, <laughs> they wiped it. I out. think they called that one. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> getting, the Memphis was on, was Honest Abe though. We need to give him his due. That is correct. Uh, it's it's funny because I don't have that answer in front of me, and I was like, who did win that? It's very easy from this seat. <laughs> BMW Championship. Rom. No, can't lay. Can't lay. That was like um. the best tournament of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Tour best. Championship. Oh, which which yeah. leaderboard? Ooh. I'm going to go for the big one. Dead serious. I have no idea who won. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. The, who, the winner of the FedEx Cup is going to come to me. Give me a <laughs> hold second. On. No, no, no. Hold on. I can't tell it you. Had to be can't a bit. Lay. Yeah, no, no, it had no. to be Cantley, right? It's okay. not Fino. He just, <laughs> <laughs> but it's right. It wasn't Fino. <laughs> and who All else right. would have been right? Is it Cantley? Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> did not know that. Uh, I thought I was hoping you were going to shout out that whoever the 2019 winner was because that would have. I almost said Justin Rose. Team Rose. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know so that. He was a 18. Respect on Team Rose. <laughs> he was 18. Really? He was, yeah, because that's the Tiger. Rory yeah. then or JT? Rory, I think, was 19. How can you not remember who won 19? I don't remember either. Are you going into the reach round? Uh, we can. Do you want to do that? The Fortnite yeah, Championship. Let's do it. The Fortnite Championship. Max. There you go. That's all uh, I wanted to say. The Sanderson Farms. <laughs> yeah, we could. Well, I think we pull the pin. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no thanks. We're, you can take it away. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm, I'm curious. Who won the Sanderson Farms? Sam Burns yet again. Oh, okay. sure, sure, sure. The Shriners. I forgot mm. this. Don't know. No it's idea. Sung Jay. Okay. Okay. Uh, CJ so, Cup. So. That checks out. That makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you say so. CJ Cup. Uh, the Rib, or did he win the Zozo? The Rib. Who won the Zozo then? Uh, honestly, I don't really know which is which. Cantley. Abe answer. Come on. In his, in his home country, Hideki. 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 Yeah, that's right. I thought it was Takumi still I forgot about that. <laughs> Butterfield, Bermuda. Oh, uh, Robert Streb. I actually watched a bunch of that one. Uh, uh Lucas Herbert, of course. Sure. Maya Koba. A little cavalier with the rules. Uh, Vic. You got it. Hewlett Packard Enterprise Houston Open. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, is it Sam Burns again? Kokrak. Mm. Oh, oh, sure. Mm. RSM. No clue. Zach Johnson. Davis Love. Matt Cucci. Taylor Gooch. Streb. Drew Love. Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch. Hudson Swafford. And the Hero World Challenge. <laughs> uh, the Dailies. <laughs> No, that's the PNC. Sorry. <laughs> All right. That's Victor Hoffman. That's officially a wrap on that game.
I think we were worse on the wraparound than I know. Than I thought that's was, I was like, these are too recent. They got to get I, these. I was this like, is the first year that like the wraparounds felt like truly, truly like meaningless. Oh, right? Where yeah, it's coming on the on the heels of like more golf than ever, and it yeah. just yeah. I think players seem to be burned out. I think fans are burned out. I was listen. I was pretty vocally a, a conscientious objector to to the fall, especially after after Max's win. I, I didn't I didn't participate in in the fall. We got a uh, a lot of other topics, questions, and whatnot to get to before we do that. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Original Penguin. If you're watching this on video, you of course see the Penguin logo here. DJ's got the Penguin logo on as well. They've got pretty much anything you possibly imagine. I wear the hoodies on pretty much a daily basis. They got the zipped sweaters, whatever you want to call that. I wear the the over the over the button down sweaters. I wear those all the time. I got a couple half quarter zip sweaters, whatever you want to call them. Sweatpants. They got suits. They got bathing suits. They got truly everything at OriginalPenguin.com. I keep my colors pretty simple. TC, you might see him in a lot of our videos wearing things that are not quite as simple. Uh, Although the, this, from a simple perspective, the pants and the shorts the best. are like undefeated. Man. Yeah, they're, fa- they're, they're so fabulous. Good. So we want to give Original Penguin. too. You can't see those. Yeah. But. Please don't show us that. OriginalPenguin.com. Big shout out to them. They're another great partner of ours and will be for you know, the continuing year as well so you know what i love the ho- the hoods are really big mm-hmm. is there anything worse than a, a hoodie with a, a hood that's too small it's the worst <laughs> um so a couple changes here you know we've we've gone through kind of some changes in the schedule in, in uh prior episodes but we haven't talked a lot about how television is going to change here into 2022 there's been developments on the tv front pga tour live is now going to be on espn plus so if you go looking for that this week, um, or if you go looking on PGA Tour Live, it's probably going to redirect you, I would imagine. But an entirely new look to that. There's going to be four feeds on PGA Tour Live. There's going to be like a, a – there's feature groups and a marquee group. I don't think I fully know the difference between those two yet. There's featured holes, and then most importantly, there is just a broadcast channel. So there's going to be – I don't know how it's going to look. It's going to look pretty similar to what you see on TV, hopefully with less ads, of course. Uh, as a paid product, but you are going to see. And first of all, it is it starts in Kapalua too. In in prior years, they have not done PGA Tour Live out in Hawaii for logistical reasons. But there is an upgrade that comes with this. And I, I personally, this is not paid for. I've been an ESPN Plus subscriber for a while. I think it's a fantastic deal, even without PGA Tour Live. And now it's pretty much a guarantee. And the great thing about that too, it's got the collapsible little window. If you're watching on your phone, you don't have to like leave viewing that's what espn plus has i'm assuming that pj tour live or whatever it is on there will be react the same way but that is a such a difference maker so i'm excited to be able to tile the feeds around your i don't know that answer to that yet either and that it seems to be a pretty big question as well i don't think you can off the front off the top i know that their plans for pj tour live or espn plus are going to be expanding year by year, maybe even in the in the middle of the year and whatnot. It's not necessarily going to start out exactly how it'll be for the next nine years or whatever it is. But um, this seems like a, a positive development uh, on the golf coverage front. So chances the tour is still is still going to charge people for PGA Tour Live moving <laughs> forward. I could tell you were churning on something, just waiting for me to wrap up my sentence so you could get that. In. <laughs> I mean, it's a legit question. Like they it charge is. people, what, like even during months where there's no PGA Tour live, it's 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 a sick grift. <laughs> the only bummer is going to be we're going to be uh, spending far less time with a friend of the program, John Swantek, in that FedEx 
that FedEx ad every time yes. you you close out the, the house window, ad, reopen yeah. the window. You know, you're watching PGA Tour Live presented by FedEx. But yeah, hopefully we see that ad a couple hundred less times this year. But this yeah, I don't I don't know how to feel. I I would echo everything everything you said about ESPN Plus. I think like it seems on the macro level like a, a great step forward. It seems like uh, you know I don't have, know all the intricacies of kind of rolling it into an existing thing versus having it be kind of a standalone product like it was before i don't know if that's going to be good i don't know if that's going to be bad it's going to be interesting you know i think as <laughs> always we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see uh i think early reports are it might be a bit of a tough scene first couple months i mean i think they're trying to get this stood up pretty quickly as far as uh you know these the, the timetable on these things tend to go it sounds like it's a, a hell of a lift trying to get this off the ground so uh it might be pretty bumpy first first couple weeks and you know, I guess that is what it is. You can choose whether to be an optimist or a uh, a pessimist on that. We'll leave that up to the the listener. But yeah, I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. It is a, it's a big change, though. I guess is kind of the the headline, right? I mean, it's not that's not a small thing to move over. Yeah, I would I would like. I think my only disappointment thus far has just been I was hoping for a little bit of new blood as far as some of the talent goes. It seems like it's a lot of just moving people from getting the band back together. To the exactly. Yeah, that, that's that's a. I guess. Te- did you get passed over for a broadcasting spot? Is that why you had, you had to? I'm super bitter, in? man. I wanted to go on the, you know, wanted to go on the road every week and, and you know, try my well, hand. Although, do, are they doing, doing a lot it of remotely? them from Jacks? Yeah. Okay. You okay. would have been a no-brainer. <laughs> I, I would have to go down to the global home though, or exactly. or even worse, St. Augustine. Well, St. Augustine, you know? I think. Yeah. yeah. For the love of golf, <laughs> go. My one request is with with so many feature groups I, I hope they at least use one of them to kind of zag where others would zig you know feature some some people that are interesting tell their story you know might not get a lot of airtime otherwise ricky uh, I, yeah, yeah i i would i would really appreciate that but as i as you said i remembered the feature groups is uh two different groups that they're going to follow at the same time and then marquee group is one of those two groups solely focused on that group and following that one all the way through. So you got options for your viewing. I don't know who's going to watch the featured channels or the featured holes channel. I don't, I don't know of anyone unless there's like a I, hole that has carnage. I, for some I, so I, I actually love that. Like when they used to do the spotlight coverage on golf channel, they did it at Valspar a couple years in a row. And I remember on one of the long par threes, they did it and like basically seeing the entire field hit the same shot is super, super interesting on a, on a, tough par three when you I pick think. the right hole it's awesome exactly and, and especially like i remember i mean granted i was at the pj tour office so that helped you know watching coverage but just being in an office on like thursday morning and just kind of having it up in a window or on another screen or whatever and just yeah exactly like watching everybody play you know 15 at river highlands or watching everybody obviously yeah. like 10 at riviera or you know 17 at sawgrass is another one i'm sure there are other ones i th- i think the other the only hard part is like there's just like not that many super interesting holes, right? That they yeah. they play at a lot of these golf courses. Like a lot of them are, they do just kind of end up being like, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a 195 yard par three. And like, I think Hawaii and the West Coast swing is better for that, right? Like, like they can get off to a good start with that and then it'll kind of dwindle as, once they get here to Florida or, you know, kind of the Midwest yeah. portion of the schedule. So. Do you guys, this is the first year of the new television contract. Is there any reason to hope that golf on TV is going to look a little bit different in 2022? 
Well, it might look a little different just from like I think the that, I think that was of... the answer right there. Just a bunch of confused faces and no one jumping in to I say look, yeah. man, we're just trying to grow we're just trying to grow the game out here, you know. Well, I think there's two things. I mean, I think, you know, last year like got to give the guy credit and and really CBS in general, like seller yep. shy, they've they've made progress over the last couple of years. Um that said, like that progress seems to be juxtaposed to the point where they're I'd rather watch golf on CBS than Totally. I'd rather watch yeah. golf on CBS and, than NBC to that, to their credit on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but I think at the same time, that's juxtaposed against some, some pretty brutal uh, performances by NBC golf and, uh, and what's you know, like a lot of budget cuts on them too. Right. Like a lot of, yeah. You know, and like, like you not know, just dropping the ball, but more just like gutting the operation. Yeah. It's like Loomis can't do a good job or uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tommy Roy. Tommy Roy can't do a good job if you don't give him cameras and you don't give him, you know, tools to work with or whatever. I'm curious to see how Loomis fits in with the, with the, you know, golf channel. I think, you know, some of the golf channel stuff. And then is he doing studio shows as well? That seems like much less competition and much more like overall golf channel stuff. I think he's, I, I haven't, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't looked into it super closely, but I think he's taking over for Molly Solomon. Who's moving on to like, Solly's and Molly. <laughs> <laughs> who's moving on to do more. I don't know if it's Olympic stuff or, or what, but uh, senior vice president of production is his, his title. And for, for those who don't know, Mark Loomis was the uh, executive producer of Fox sports's uh, golf, the golf coverage for their, the U S open and all of the other USGA events that they did. He was the, he was the guy, a guy that changed the game, uh, you know, in golf coverage on the Fox network and forced people to get into a lot of things you see now as, you know, static leaderboards and pro tracer was not really a, a very commonly used thing until Fox blew it out of the water and, and back at Aaron Hills and things like that. So there's reason to, to for hope, but I just, I still am nervous structurally over at NBC that they're not going to give them the, the the tools to play with. I'm I'm honestly more excited. I'm glad you brought that up, Tron, because I think I'm more excited about the non-competition Golf Channel possibilities with him yeah. in there. You know what I mean? Where it's like, like I, you know, <laughs> my performance in the Who Won This Tournament last year, uh, notwithstanding, I would consider myself a pretty fucking big golf fan, and I don't ever watch the Golf Channel, right? And it's it's like no why would i like why would i turn on the golf channel and they've totally neutered live yeah. from like like really ever since nabolo left live from it's just been like i i can't do justin leonard i i don't know i just don't i don't do it i don't like it but even outside of the actual pj tour stuff like there's just so much stuff they can do from a travel perspective from a history perspective from like all these different things like i don't it's it's just shocking and like appalling to me that I'm not just watching Golf Channel all the time, <laughs> and I just don't ever think to turn it on. And so hopefully they they take some strides in that department. But I guess back to the broadcast, it just I, I guess I'm gonna continue to be like woefully pessimistic with pretty good reason until the commercial load changes, right? Where it's like I, I'm not like sitting here clamoring for like you know they need to improve the graphics package like, yeah. who gives a shit about any of that stuff <laughs> it's like there's no flow to any of the viewing because of the commercial load so until that changes like i don't expect anything to get that's better. the crazy thing right like they're paying like three they were crying poor before and now they're paying like three times as much for the same shit like you think the commercial load's gonna go down no, no, no one has got brought to our attention that there will be a decrease in commercials. And if there was actually going to be, yeah. somebody would have told us by now, yeah. like, look, look what we're doing. We're decreasing the commercials, but that's just not going to happen. So um, I don't think it'll be 
too different. Uh, like you said, TC, CBS has improved to the point where it's like very, like Faldo is still obviously the worst, but like it's still <laughs> like very, I think it's just like all I really need out of golf coverage other than, of course, the still enormous commercial load, but they've done better at making stuff fit in. Now, I'm hoping NBC gets a lot, lot better uh, in the coming year because it was a tough, the last two pandemic years have been very, very not good on their end. So, all right, let's go around the horn with a couple questions here. Randy, who's going to be the number one player in the world at this time next year? Oh, it's the year of Colin. Colin yeah. Morikawa. Yeah. Sign me up. Totally I'm a, bullish. I'm there too. Super bold pick from both of us. Number two is going to number one. DJ? Uh, no, I mean, I'll zag. Uh, I'll go way off the board and I'll say number one's going to stay number one. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I can stay the king. Yeah. Listen, I'm, you know, massive Colin fan. Hope he, hope he wins every tournament he plays. That would be great. But I just, you know, we, we all, we'd like to trip over ourselves constantly whenever Colin does play well and like, oh my God, his iron play is iron play. He's never going to lose. He's never going to lose. And it's just like Rom's like better at everything else. Right. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, Rom's so fucking good, man. Yeah. And he still is one of those people that like, it's the, the classic, like when you do everything well and you don't have a one standout skill, like everybody kind of sleeps on you a little bit. Right. And that it's kind of how Brooks is. It's kind of how Dustin is. And, and I think like Rom's in that camp too. I think, it, it it will take a lot for me after watching this past year to think that someone's going to dethrone him. The only thing I would say to that is like, I feel like the, this, he had a season like the DJ had a couple years ago, kind of like that Spieth had, I, I know he only won the one time, but he had a ridiculous strokes gain season. He was just an incredible, incredible tee to green the whole year and on the greens. Jason day had one of those years. Spieth had one of those years. And it just seems like, it is really hard to do that two years in a row for whatever hasn't, reason. Hasn't Rom already done it like three years in a row? And not he just to like this got level. more wins out of it this year. Not to this level. Like this was this was something different. He he went up like I don't have the full numbers in front of me, but I want to say like like three three quarters of a shot, which is enormous or something yeah. like that. And if even if you fall back that far, it's you, you're not you're obviously still one of the top five players in the game, but like you're just not stand out like he was this year. So. The only thing I'd push back on that is. I feel like Morikawa, I mean, same I thing for his he, iron yeah, play. Exactly. Yeah, I, I won't I say that he hasn't like been through anything, but like his year reminds me more of like the Spieth, yeah. you know, kind of like no scar tissue breaking on the scene, you know. Listen, we haven't well talked about week, the maybe. short putts. You know, we gotta we gotta factor that in. Who's your guy, TC? I'm gonna go off the board here. I know he's got some leash you know, kind of leash. Kanaya? leash. <laughs> no, the whole Takumi. We can talk about him later. I'm gonna go with JT. I think Ooh. I think it's gonna be a big, big, uh, big West Coast swing for JT. I think he's gonna get off to a great start, and I think he'll probably. I think he's gonna win like three times before uh, before the PGA. I'll say. Wow! Before the cock crows. <laughs> what What about giving us give us one first time winner this year? Let's go counterclockwise here. TC. Tony Finau. <laughs> oh, love that pick. He's been knocking on the door. Love that, I, TC. I do have the power to mute people. I might need to exercise it. I'll go Scotty Chef. I know. We're all going to say it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I you... have a different one. Okay. Go ahead. I Well, I got to check and see if he's one for sure. <laughs> Victor Hovland. <laughs> no, I was going to say Mav McNeely. I think this is the year Mav, Mav uh, breaks through. I feel like he's been starting to knock. He's uh he's been poking around and 
he he can make birdies in heaps. I feel like uh, at some point this year he's gonna nab a victory. That's a that's a much more fun pick. Uh, I I would. You want to answer echo, for Neil? I mean, Scheffler was <laughs> Scheffler was top of mind certainly, but just so we don't forget him because he's definitely gonna win, I'll say Zalatoris as well. Oh, that's right. Ooh, that's so, do you want to answer Dude, for his, Neil as well? Do you know who he would say? So bad though. Like it's so bad. But check it out. What if one week it's not? Yeah. <laughs> I think Neil would have said Ches Revi if he was <laughs> here. No, no, you, I, well, no, Ches has already won, guys. Right? Yeah. Oh, he won, yeah, uh, yeah, won Travelers. I, I bet Neil would have said little Matty Fitzpatrick. Mm, he's, he's, still he's, not he's, he's never, he's never won, won on the PJ tour. tour. He's won on the Euro Tour. He's won on the other tour. On the on the dude perfect tour. All right. We got a bunch of questions here. We're going to go through a few of these before we get to our season-long picks. We haven't talked a ton about the cat just yet. At Gallo in 108, if you had to guess which event the cat will make his return to, which one would it be and why? Randy? Uh, the Masters. He doesn't need much prep time for that. He can miss his way around. If he's going to play a tournament, that's where I think he's going to uh, make his debut. Hmm. My only I, – I wrote, I wrote down the Open – just from a perspective of a it's st andrews and it's like kind of fairy tale stuff uh b it's super flat like so flat and he you know can't really walk very well uh which is where i augusta makes me nervous uh is like that's you know one of the hardest walks outside of like kapalua so uh i i would get nervous about that and i don't know i think the open gives him a little more time still to kind of keep healing up and rehabbing TC. I was going to say, I might say Bay Hill. Cause I think if he plays the masters, he's going to want to get a, get some reps beforehand. I think that gives him enough time to recover after Bay Hill. It's, it's close to home and relatively easy walk. Only, only pushback there. A lot of drivers, right? Like I, I feel like that's why I keep going yeah. back to the, to the open is like, it seems like yeah. it's kind of one of those, like hit as many, uh, he's going to have to, I don't know. It just seems like 72 holes of, walking and pounding drivers is going to be a big ask i'll tell you where he should come back the visit knoxville open at holston hills tiny little walk corn ferry tour event donald ross but that's the not tour's... a lot of drivers that... tc if you Listen, call of that course one, i love that you could be you could be the draft king if he does <laughs> if that's his first one back you could be the draft king in perpetuity Isn't i don't think the... he's allowed to play exactly. i was gonna ask is he allowed to play on the corn ferry tour no, no. he's exempt unless it was like opposite a playoff event or something Huh. So I'll say I'm with you, Deej. The Open is is uh, for a lot of the reasons you already said. And the main thing, man, like it was amazing to see what he was able to do with the PNC. He touched 174 ball speed. He was leaning on drivers. Like I really do think, as silly as it sounds, he was like trying to peak for that. Like he he put in some work in the weeks leading up to it, hitting balls in the range of the hero because he wanted to play that with his son. You get to ride in a cart. It's just not that's not anything like the grind of. One, you got to walk golf courses to get yourself into shape to play. One, and then you got to walk a practice round, and then you got to walk a pro am, and then you walk 18, 18, 18, 18. He was not shy about, he was adamant about like how long that's going to take for him to do. I think the open is optimistic, even because if he didn't play next year, it would not surprise me. And, uh, you know, I still am not like positive, positive we'll see him play again because I don't know. He doesn't know. I don't think if he, and train his leg enough to be able to do that. I know he, he wants to play. He's going to try his best. But like, again, I think if he, if he plays that tournament every year at the PNC, 
and that's all we get to watch. Like that's kind of a fun ceremonial ceremonious thing, but he's adamant that he won't ride in the cart. And that kind of makes me sad. Cause I think that would make like way too much sense. I think two courses, you know, not necessarily talking about this year, but in future years, two courses, I'd love to see him add to the schedule colonial and heritage. Yeah. Those, those two events, just cause they're, they're super easy walks, not a lot of drivers got to shape the ball. Like it, it, plays to his strengths right or so, or sony maybe in that yeah can sure. so danny d3493 said over under eight events played for the cat that number's i'm just gonna say that that he is that number's too high i'm gonna say over under three and a half events for the cat next year i would take the under i'll go under i'm going under tc's got him playing yeah. the visit knoxville open but not <laughs> playing in, two, in three more tournaments Visit Knoxville is a prep for for St. Andrews, and then he shuts it down. <laughs> and potentially the NIT at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, I'll say under as well. I mean, I, I I think the only ones that are even maybes, are, I I mean, I think there's there's eight maybes, right? Like like all things, everything goes absolutely great, and we're full systems go. I think eight would be like the absolute max, right? Four majors, players, uh, Riviera. Bay Hill and Memorial, probably cutting Memorial, then Bay that's Hill. That's not an easy walk. I mean, that's no. a super tough walk, right? Yeah. And I don't even, is he actually even in the players? I don't actually know if his, what was his last win there? Twenty. I mean, I mean, the Masters win would get him into the players, though. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. The, remember right. when he won the yeah. Masters three yeah. years ago? Truly, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's get into our season long picks, if you may. Um, you know, again, these are so a couple of these we got to put in some requests with the DraftKings Sportsbook to say, hey, can you, you know, what are the odds that blah, blah, blah will happen? They got back to us on some of them. Some of them we gave them were completely unrealistic, of course. They did their best to, to make some things happen. But uh, you get 100 nuggets to split up however you'd like into the maximum of five season long plays. Who wants to go first? Why don't you go first? We've been going first. Yeah, all I'll go first. I'd be happy to. So off the bat, I was kind of uh, kind of surprised by this one um, that it was that the odds were this good. I wish I had more nugs, of course, to, to toss out. <laughs> had over, more under, over under 0.5 win total PGA Tour wins in 2022 for Jordan Speed, plus 100. Even money on that. 30 nuggets on that. I'd have put 300 if I could. Um, I agree, Sally. I'm on right below one. it. Good to see guy. you find that find the error of your ways. Another guy, long speed <laughs> another guy right below it, over under 0.5, same odds. Tony Finau, 30 nuggets on him to win another event in 2022. We know he's going to. Uh, and, and so what will happen if he doesn't hit that? I'm going to deduct 30 points from my bet total because when you lose a bet, that's what you that's what you do. You pay up on it and, and, you, and you deduct the points. So uh, for the people on the right side of the screen, I just want to make sure that's clear. Another great odds here, plus 420 nuggets. Brooks Kepka to win a major in 2022. I think people are sleeping on how close he was to doing it like this past year. Uh, he rises, the cream rises. I think it four to one odds there that he was is going to click one of these off, as the cat would say. I'm taking that one. Player to win the most PGA Tour events in 2022. This guy's plus 1200, 10 nuggets on it. I don't, he won a couple times last year. Sam Burns. I think he could click off the most tournaments. Tenth in the, in the world coming. right now. Tenth he in could the world. Absolutely click off a couple more. If he wins three times, that's he's gonna he's gonna win that one. So I, I'm um, so this is very like January. We haven't watched a lot of golf yet. 
So bear that in mind. But I'm so excited to watch Sam Burns this year. Yes. I, I hope he turns into an absolute out. killer. He's a predator. Yeah. And then the winner of the PGA money list in 2021. I like that they offer that. That's this a is a good, great one. A Ten wrinkle. nuggets on this one plus 1600. Bryson. Hmm. That's a good bet. I mean, he's just going to stack up dollars. I think yeah. it's very, very possible that he goes on and wins the money but, list. But so. now that we know that he's allegedly not on, not on PEDs. Does that change after things? his after question. his YouTube video a couple weeks ago? You know, TC, that's on my watch list. Still, I haven't, I haven't gotten to it yet. Was it worthwhile? Uh, not really, but you know, it was, <laughs> it was, it was interesting. It was provocative. TC, what are your picks? Uh, I got Justin Thomas most PGA Tour wins plus seven hundred. For 20 nugs that seems i got like uh uh jordan spieth over 0.5 wins plus 100 for 40 nugs uh i got colin morikawa top 10 in all four majors oh, love that pick 4, tc yeah. plus 4,000 for 10 nugs wow. i got big tone top 10 in all four majors plus 10,000 <laughs> for 10 nugs dude he's he's hasn't been far off the last couple of years and then uh yeah i know from top 10 not not from winning of course yeah i got 20 nugs left um i was thinking about the kepka one you go so many different here we go i was thinking about big leash to win the masters or win of course uh the uh, british open thinking about stinky jordan to win the u.s open come on Uh, you you need to pick leash to win the masters p that's an annual annual occurrence no you know what i'm doing i'm going sam burns plus 6500 to win the pga championship Wow. Don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. Man, you guys' bets are. This is what he does. He just threw so much out there. I have no idea if that was 100 nuggets or what. And... <laughs> no, no I, I just added it okay. up. We're, we're all Somebody clear. audit that just, just to be clear. Uh, so, speaking of not being able to count, DJ Pie, your pick's next. <laughs> uh, I'm going to simplify. These are five bets, 20 nuggets each. I, that adds up to 100, I believe. So, I'll, I'll go back to the conversation we were having. Uh, there's a bet in there, Colin Moore, Cow to Reach. OWGR number one. Uh, I'm going to say no. I think the, and I think this is, you know, he's really close to Rom right now, but I think the whole West Coast kind of fits Rom, right? I feel like Rom might, might lift and separate a little bit. Uh, so I'll say no. That's plus 125. Of course, no wins for Fina. That's free money. Of course. Uh, of course, one win for Speeth. That's, that's, uh, you know, as Neil would say, like, filed your taxes. I also had the top 10 in all four majors. I'm going to boringly go with Rom. Uh, plus 2000 there and then a guy we haven't really talked a ton ton about but uh mainly because he hasn't competed really in any of these majors uh or contended i should say uh victor hovland to win a major it's only plus 550 but that feels like something i'm gonna i'm gonna want to root for and uh feels like it has a chance of happening Hmm. big randy yeah uh three three plays here um tc i Love the Colin Morikawa to finish top 10 in all four majors, uh, plus 4,000. I'm putting 33 nuggies on that. 33 and a third or just 33? No, just 33. 30, <laughs> thank you. Good question. I think Mickelson, I think he's got a win in him this year. And I was thinking about... The bone saw. Well, I was thinking word. about just betting the uh, you know over 0.5 wins for Mickelson, but we're not going to do that. We're going to go and we're going to make... A, a master's winner pick at plus 6,500 for Phil Mickelson. Uh, 34 nuggies on that. The U.S. Masters? US, the U.S. Masters. The, the U.S. American masters. masters. The Saudi Masters. Yeah. 
It's exciting. Uh, <laughs> and then my last 33 nugs I'm putting on Jordan Spieth, player to win the most PGA Tour events wow. in 2022, plus 1,400. Mm. Uh, wow. So there you go. Three plays. I thought it was there was a there was a a uh, a market that they stood up I believe for Neil the uh, the Chez market sure uh, you know Ch- Chez to win to win a golf tournament in 2020 Chez had far better odds than than Phil did just want yeah. to be correct. very clear there Randy yes but you know we're talking about a major champion here I think it's a little disrespectful I would also like to say DK if you're listening I really wanted to take. Victor Hovland for most PGA Tour wins in 2022, but he's not on the board. I hate mm. that. Mm. Maybe maybe they can update that for you. I'm sure yeah. they can. I, I think he's he could absolutely win four or five events this year. One thing to note here for our picks, they're um they're the odds are not up yet as we're recording this on Sunday night here for all of the uh, Century Tournament champions. We'll be throwing some picks up there uh, on on social media on the social media. This we'll be taking week. to social media for of course for. Uh, for our picks, what a field this week here at the uh, at the Century. Though everyone that qualified uh, will be there, except for Rory McIlroy, which I think, as we go, if you're listening to the podcast, we're about to talk with Alex Irvin here, the tournament director. I think I may have mentioned that Rory's going to be in the field. He hadn't. He had not announced that he was not coming as of, as of the time that we recorded that. But uh, it, it kind of jarring thing too that Dustin Johnson did not qualify this year. Very. I had to double, triple, quadruple check that. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it's one of those things we got kind of a, you know, maybe a little bit of a condescending tongue in cheek question about, you know, oh, you guys have been riding for the PGL, all these like sh- limited fields. What do you think about this week's, you know, 40 man field? And I- I'm kind of call it out. Erling GH would send a very, very silly question in. We're, well, maybe, we're he was, maybe he was being I don't know. Maybe he was being legit. I don't know. But the uh, yeah, really, the only people missing this week are like Dustin Rory. I guess Louis Oosthuizen because he never wins. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what else are you, you know, what else are you hoping to see? Like, are you well, bummed Cam Tringale and like Sebastian Munoz are not in the field? Well, I think just I'm good. His, I'm not that excited to like watch, uh, you know, the top players play in a, like a limited field event. Like, that's not what is amazing about the PGL. What is amazing, I think, would be super interesting about the PGL is like team aspects and a simplified schedule that means that these guys are going to be there you know these specific weekends and we know that and we know these are elevated events i think there's there's that i'm not asking for more wgc's right and that's kind of what this is this is uh in some way so that i think there's great reasons to want to watch this tournament the scenery is always i remember when i lived in chicago and like turning this on at night was something i looked forward to every time because it was just like that what i was looking at out my window was so different than what i was watching on tv and that's what you want to get out of a television experience i think so I get super, super amped up to watch this tournament. So what, uh, what's got you guys jacked up about this year? Anything on the schedule in major venues, players in particular, TC, you look like you've got a million takes to get out. A lot of directions it could go. Look yeah. So I mean, I think many. there's, you know, we got a couple new venues. We got the, uh, Vidanta Vallarta for the Mexico open. You know, you guys know how I feel about national sure. opens. 100%. Uh, of course. Wells Fargo goes to TPC Potomac because the Peacup is going to quail hollow uh i'm excited to see southern hills um that's one that you know back in the day when they went there just didn't really do a whole lot for me and i'm excited to see you know the new i I think it's a great spot in may there versus you know in the past with july or august um and then i'm i'm stoked to see uh brookline 
too. I think that'll be awesome. But I think the highlight of the year will be San Andrews. Yeah. I just like I, I love it so much. That's, that's going to be a travesty. Yeah, I was going to say you just that was <laughs> you teed up Randy there. Why, you, Randy? Why do you hate the old course again? Oh, it's going to be a joke. It's going to be like thirty-five under wins. It's yeah, they're just going to desecrate that place. It's 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 out of date. It needs to be retired. Put out the pasture. Not uh, if the wind blows, my friend. <laughs> and, and only counterpoint to that would be, uh, you know, I don't want to watch the Bryson show there every year, but watching like the intersection of uh, St. Andrews becoming obsolete and Bryson becoming a, a complete like <laughs> cartoon character could could be entertaining. I said it was interesting. I didn't say, you know, didn't say it was good. I said it God, was interesting. Our, our friends, uh, our friends in the, the, the British press corps are going to, God, there are going to be some hot takes this year. I, I do look forward to that. That's going to be great. It's the best. Of course, the Scottish Open is coming to the PGA Tour calendar this year. The Genesis Scottish Open played, of course, right before the Open Championship co-sanctioned event with the Dude Perfect World Tour. Um, no, there is that we're down one WGC. The FedEx St. Jude Championship is now a playoff event. So we're really just down the Northern Trust as that moves into the playoff. They canceled uh, it after after Finel. <laughs> He's a winner in perpetuity. And we are down uh, a, a WGC then. So we're down to two WGCs actually now. Just the uh, the match play and the HSBC, which will be in the fall. So, um, which is, I think, a good thing. Now, what they fill that with here in the future, these team events or whatever they end up being, um, I'm not too excited about. But that's, we can save that for another day. But... Um, I like the I like the schedule, I like the calendar. The uh, waste management finishes on a Saturday this year, which is fantastic. We can actually get to uh, sit and watch the Super Bowl for once. Uh, that is that's a good development, and I, this is my favorite stretch of the year to watch golf. All leading all the way up to the Masters, people are always super into it, blowing us up on Twitter, and it just it's it's always an engaging time of year, and I'm excited to, to tune in for it. So. Guys, I I gotta say I'm excited for the bone saw because I think it's gonna be a uh, just a take renaissance. It's gonna be, I mean, people are going to be so fired up that week. TC, you should get a press credential. We should send you over to cover the bone saw. I don't know if I'm welcome over over in over in the kingdom, Randy. Trying to be covering it from a remote media center. <laughs> I'll be co- I'll be covering it from the yacht that's in international waters with all the cocaine and hookers on it. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Uh, also, the uh, Hero Indian Open's back this year at mm. uh, DLF, where they got the foam bunkers. With the foam. And, uh, <laughs> Randy, I know you're a big fan of that place. <laughs> of big of fan course. of Mr. Player's work there. Yeah. We can do some DP World Tour uh, chat here in the uh, in the coming weeks as that season fires up. We'll have some DP World Tour chat uh, with our interview podcast that'll be up uh, this coming Tuesday on our podcast feed with a player who's quite an interesting interview, who's been on before, but got to sit down with him for little bit more of extended period of time um so you got the hay in the barn right you can tell people who it is all right it's tommy fleetwood it's great chat yeah. with, with tommy lad so. tommy lad you never want to Listen, say it until it's recorded no, we but we've already recorded that yeah yeah we got it, that one it, in the, it's in the can it's been recorded so. tommy tommy could use a win right is he still he could searching use a big win he could use a big one he's got a lot of stuff he's working on randy i think we're going to get there this year so guys uh, is he trying to grow under. the game he is he is trying to grow the game <laughs> over under World ranking December 31st, 2022. Uh, Takumi Kanaya over mm. or under 50. He's currently 50th in the world. I told you guys he was I coming. Say, uh, it's gonna I keep manipulating, under. yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's just manipulation. Under. 
TC Wait, so was, he's, he's going to be ranked better than 50th. Well, if he keeps playing the ja the Japan yeah. tour, yeah, that's the whole thing. Over under 0, 0.0 strokes gained for Takumi Kanaya by the end of the year. Because I think right uh, now he's zero. Over. Over. Okay. He's got to play enough strokes gained events, right? No, strokes gained counts anywhere. Oh, right, right. Sorry, that's yeah. just against. Yeah. 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 So it's like universal I, time. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we'll be giving you a prize on Takumi Kanaya updates as the you see. What about along. what about that one Swede that's gonna Lud Ludwig? Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, coming. He's too. coming, right? Yeah, he's coming. Yeah. Uh, hold on. TC also, I think we got to get this documented. TC's talking himself into the international team here for the Presidents Cup. It might be yeah. over by Friday, like Friday I think, night. I think uh, TC's more like in on the leadership, though, right? Uh, I don't know. We got to we got to steady the ship a little bit. I'm really excited about Mito Pereira. I think Mito Pereira is going to have a big year now. That he's that it's got, you know had a little bite at the apple on tour. Uh, he's a he's a stud. Yeah. I didn't realize he went to Texas Tech. Oh, with he honed his craft the, at the he, Rawls. He might have been in the same science class as the Commish. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait to see him and Ben on go up against DJ Morikawa. I can't wait to see no, how, no, that, that's how that what goes. It's going to be. Uh, the, the, this US <laughs> team yeah. on no, a it's US. Cool. Vito Pereira's coming. We should run down who's, who's on some of that American team. This US team on up. a US like bomb and gouge PGA Tour golf course awful. is going to oh, be. They're going to win like 20 points. But and that's going to be a Quill horrible is the worst. <laughs> Uh, uh all right massacre. a couple couple like buy or sell are you buying or selling joaquin neiman that's this a year. very I'm good question yeah that is a good question i'm buying i think i think joaquin is has kind of been lost in the in the shuffle but he's super young and he's really good if it's okay. anything like the crypto game i'm just buying everything right now <laughs> so i'm just gonna buy joaquin neiman too well i think okay. that's kind of the interesting conversation is like you know my heart is like, oh yeah, buy like super young, you know, talented, great player. And then you're like, well, you know what, man? There's like, there's like twenty of those guys. <laughs> like, there's right. a lot. There's a lot of those guys. And for that reason, I'm out. I think. <laughs> You're out. Yeah. Well, I think if it's buy or sell, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna sell. I think he's you're like you're the Shark Tank. You're out. For that reason, I'm out. All right, buy or sell, Sung J M. Buy. Sure, buy. I I'm Are we selling. buying? I'm. I'm. I'm I'm selling there. What what don't you like about like uh, just perfect iron play? Uh, yeah, it's just you know if it's per like <laughs> do it in do it in a big event. I I'm I'm out until he actually does something. Buy or sell Tommy Fleetwood. Buy. I got to hear the podcast first. I got to hear the, pit, the sales pitch. The sharks <laughs> the sharks need to hear the pitch. I'm I'm selling. As Buyers of right now, I think I'm kind of low key selling. But yeah, it's You're been selling a, low. Like it's getting worse. It's getting I worse. So not better. That's a, that's a good I've point. I've bought so much Buy that I like. I I have Jesus to can't keep afford buying. to sell. Buy the, the bank dip. owns me, or no? I own the bank at this point. Right? <laughs> yeah, so someone we haven't talked a lot about and was recently featured on our podcast feed as well. If you haven't listened to it, buying or selling Roy McElroy. Buying. He he convinced yeah. me. He yeah, he was convinced. The boat. <laughs> the McRib is back. Yeah. When he tore his shirt, is that when he convinced you? <laughs> He's trying uh, to grow the game. <laughs> buy or sell Daniel Berger? Uh, sell. Just because I've bought everything, I'll I have to sell something in the portfolio. Let's sell him. I'll buy. I'll buy. I think it's a I think it's a good deal for me. Buy or sell Kokrak? I mean, Kokrak can't keep up at this pace. Kokrak might have had a career year. I gotta sell that one. Yeah. <laughs> or sell real high. I'm, I'm taking my chips and I'm cashing out. I don't know if you uh, can exchange the. I don't know what the currency exchange is going to be though. 
That's between true. like yeah. American and Saudi Saudi money. Interesting guy here, uh, Webb Simpson, mm. by herself. So he seems like he's hitting that like Justin Rose. You know those guys like you just hit a certain age, man. Where you just are you selling on Team Rose? <laughs> he's fucking these stinks. <laughs> what playoffs last year? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's suspend the bit. Turning your back, here, but like he's not. No, l- listen. Am I still in on Team Rose on a macro level? Of course. You know, you you never give up that card. What's he's a your proud partner? But from a golf perspective, yeah, I don't think he's very good. <laughs> All right, talking about the Presidents Cup. What just just looking at the Randy, if you had to guess what what Taylor Gooch is ranked in the world right now, what would you guess? Uh, Taylor Gooch. Yeah. Sixty uh, seventh. I'll take that. Taylor. Under. Yeah. I, I think Taylor Gooch is ranked thirty second right now. Yeah. He had a lot, of, a lot of good finishes before his win. You guys are are counting your chickens before they're hatched as far as the President's Cup. I could see some guys so, dipping wait, from the, the President's Cup. What are you Cup? talking about? <laughs> this podcast wait, isn't dead. Taylor Gooch American? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. That's so what I'm saying. saying. enough I, bad I players see, are going to make the team? I could see oh. some of these. No, I, I, have my, I have a lot of respect for Taylor Gooch. I think he's a great player. But <laughs> if guys like him, like, you know, get huh? frisky and win, and then a couple guys drop out, like, we could be looking at something that's a little bit less scary on paper here. Because you know? Mito Pereira's like coming, guys. He is. Ludwig's not even eligible. He, he's no, Ludwig amateur. is not. That's Ryder Cup. Yeah. What's Mito Pereira ranked? 98th in the world. Yeah. Lucas Herbert, 41st. You know, you got some you got some Aussies coming. Cam's I, I, I truly don't know what the All take right. is here. All right. How about buying or selling Adam Scott? Does Adam Scott stink now? I think I mean, Adam almost, Scott's trying to sell Adam window, Scott. Is right? he? He did almost, he almost won the Wyndham, and then he and then he got T five at the CJ Cup. He hit that horrible putt at the Wyndham. Remember, it didn't oh, even hit the hole. Yeah, I can't forget <laughs> that. I'll tell you one guy I'm 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 buying big time for 2022. Corey Connors. I think he's gonna have. I think he's gonna have a big year. At least one win. PGA mm. or LPGA. <laughs> there you go. I thought it was gonna be DJ, but <laughs> no, I've turned over a new leaf in 2021. <laughs> All right. It's time to put a little wrap on this. What, uh, if you are watching on video, head, head over to our podcast feed and listen to our uh, interview coming here with Alex Urban from the Century Tournament of Champions. He is, of course, the tournament director there. Uh, and if you're listening on the podcast, you will find that here now. Cheers, everyone. We'll see you back for our Sunday night recap of the Century next week. Cheers. Urban, I'm going to ask you this, and I mean this in a very serious way. You've been out there. This will be your fourth year out in Hawaii. Are you numb at all to the view that is like your backyard? Like you, you went from... <laughs> One of the flattest places in the world, Jacksonville to Kapalua. Like, truly, do you think you ever get numb to it? That's a great question. Uh, th- I would say no. I, I think if there's one thing that I've learned here in, in Maui and Hawaii in general is just th- even people that have lived here, well, even locals that have, were born and raised here, um, but people that have lived here for 30 years that maybe moved out here 30 years ago, there is not one ounce of taking this place for granted is from, from a, like a naturalistic perspective. Like when there's a sunset that's extra, you know, the, the, some of the sunsets are extra good. And when they, when the it's paint in the sky, you see everyone out there on their lanai watching, like taking it in. And that's not, I don't care how many times you've seen a whale. Like it's cool every time. <laughs> well, you, you can't really necessarily compare this in your experience. You've only been the tournament director for one event and that is this event, but you've worked the PJ tour for a long time. 
what makes this event unique? Like, for what first of all, what makes the tournament director job for this event different than other ones? And and, and overall, what makes this event unique, other than us knowing that it's the tournament of champions? Yeah, no, I'll start with the I'll start with what makes it unique, being the tournament director of this event. And I'm, I use this not as like a pun, but like you sometimes you're you feel like you're on an island when and then you look at you, you know you open up google maps and you zoom out and you're like oh i actually am literally on i'm in the middle I, of the pacific the, ocean the most remote island chain like in the world and so that brings so many challenges just in terms of operational and, and even just time zone and so what you need to have is an incredibly solid team and so we've got a small but but sturdy team here, myself and my tournament director, uh, or I'm sorry, myself and my tournament manager, Amanda Wolf, she's like, she does the job of like five people. And it's just, it's amazing. And it's operations and it's, it's coordination. It's, it's all of those kinds of things rolled into one. And if you don't have good communication back with Florida or whomever, you just can't, you can't operate out here. So I'd say that's, that's the challenge is trying to make all those things row in the right direction um when it's tough and it's you know you get the holidays too and people are excited to have some time off and that turns into our busiest time of the year so that's that's a challenge too so i would say that's probably the biggest difference that i see what separates our event in a really cool way is the intimate aspect and nature of it right you you've got a field here of truly the stars of our game and if you're a fan, there's not going to be more than a couple thousand people out here. You're not fighting for elbow space like you would at a U.S. Open or, you know, some any other super large event. And it's it kind of has this feeling like you're almost out watching them just out having a tournament that they're playing against each other for fun. Um, and but obviously they still want to win. So you have that aspect of it, too. So it's it's kind of a really cool mix of all of those things where you feel like kind of like everyone has a courtside seat, I guess, is maybe the best way I could, could describe that. Well, and for the players, too, it seems to be just from following on Instagram and whatnot. It's like a, a family outing. Almost everyone kind of brings their family out there. They come out early to spend a few days and you guys benefit so much. I mean, for me personally, I couldn't have been much more burned out on golf than I have been after this past year. And like, I'm ready to go, man. Like at the beginning of the year, Kapaloo is the beginning of the year. And I, I, I embrace that week with full energy. Yeah. And, and you're right. I think, and the players too, I mean, shoot, you know, the, there aren't a ton of weeks off in, in our sport. And so giving a little bit of time to hit the reset button, you get a, you get a fresher player out here and it's, you know, there's less, there's less asks on a day-to-day -day basis at this event, just because it's hard for, you know, equipment sponsors and all those folks to come out here. So they get to spend time with their families. They, they go out to the beach and they see turtles and whales and what have you, all the, all the cool stuff we've got here. I mean, Maui's, I, I always say it's like, it's the easiest place to give recommendations because everything you give is good. Like it, it doesn't really matter what you recommend. And so, yeah, they, they're in a great mood when they show up here and they're ready. Kind of that can, you can just kind of feel a little bit of, uh, you know, they're, they're really excited and kind of champing at the bit to, to play after a little break. Well, what's your job like in terms of, you know, you, you watch a season unfold and I'm sure you watch almost every tournament that happens. Like, you know, I'm sure you could probably say it. you're rooting for the big names to win. So they would come potentially come out to your tournament, but how does it go from once they've won a tournament to getting them out there, recruiting them out there to play in this event? Cause not, not everyone plays it, but I'm looking down the field this year and, 
I'm struggling to think of names that are, you know, that won this past year that aren't on it, but like, what's that process like? And is that, how has that evolved in your time out there? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. Actually, my, my previous role at the tour, when I, when I worked with players and managers on the communication side actually really served me extremely well when I transitioned into this role, just because I had a whole bunch of pre-existing relationships with players and their managers. So they, they knew, in fact, it took a little while for them to realize that like, I wasn't reaching out to ask about, you know, like an interview <laughs> or whatever. They're used they're to like, ignoring oh, your calls. <laughs> they're like, what, what, what are you doing out there now? I'm like, no, no, it's uh, this is, I promise this is great. I'm not trying to take your time. I'm trying to invite you to Hawaii. That's a, um, what I'll say is that if you're going to recruit and have that be part of your job, getting people to a place like Maui makes it a lot easier. It's not, it's not the toughest sell in the world. We've got an unbelievable golf course. That's that's. I mean, it's an iconic track. It's it's Kapalua is its own thing. It's got its own fingerprint. It's very cool and it's picturesque. And we're here on one of the greatest vacation destinations in the world. So it, yeah, it makes the conversations a little easier to have, but when a guy wins, uh, I usually try to reach out to, uh, to managers and, and, and player, the players that I know, certainly I'll try to reach directly out to them, but either them or their manager within 24 hours, 48 hours to welcome them to Hawaii and to Maui and just let them know if they need anything, they can reach out to us. Um, and you got some of the guys that are gung ho. I mean, Dustin's, he hasn't, he didn't win this calendar year and it's, it's going to be weird not having him here. But I, I talked to uh, his manager at one point, David Winkle, and, and he said to me, he's like, no, this is one of the very first things on his mind when he wins a tournament. Like he likes to come here, he has his routine and he needs to lock that in immediately. And it's true. We hear from him right away. So it's, it's kind of cool. So you got those guys that are really excited. And so, yeah, of course we root for the big names. Obviously you want, you want some star power in the field because that helps drive excitement and all that stuff. But I tell you what, I also really enjoy like when we had Max Homa for the first time and we had some new winners for the first time, like Taylor Gooch winning that last week of the year. And he's talking about having to cancel a boys trip to come out here. I, like that kind of stuff's really, really cool. Cause you realize how much this tournament means to people. And I'm sure you're like me, Solly. Like I remember watching this thing back in the early two thousands, you get primetime golf. Oh yeah. It's, it's on in the evening. It's beautiful. And so you, it's just a memorable tournament. I, it's just like, I remember when I first came out here, I thought, Oh yeah, this is, this is very cool to actually, to, it's almost like when you go, if you you know go to Augusta for the first time, and you have this image in your head of what it is, and it's never exactly the same, but it, it almost exceeds it in, in every kind of way. So, yeah, so you you kind of get those guys on board, and then usually about halfway through the year or later in the year, I'll try to make it out to some tournaments just to say hello and make sure that they remember that that uh, that I exist. And and really, it's less of a recruitment and more of a what can I do for you? What do you need? Do you need help with? rooms or vehicles or whatever just the the nuts and bolts of getting to hawaii because a lot of them bring their families and they want to know where to eat and what, what to do and all that fun stuff so um yeah I, I spent some time at liberty this year at at, at northern trust talking to all the guys um and i hit just about everyone that had qualified by that point pretty fun part of the job i, I enjoyed it what is, for tour pros that have almost anything what is it that makes a difference for them because i i feel like it's probably not the maybe not the things that is perk wise that we maybe would expect like what, what are some things that really think you would say kind of help seal the deal for guys or you just know that I th and you could probably speak this too. I feel like the PGA tour has stepped up their game almost on an annual basis, like tournament by tournament, you know, they're trying to outdo each other just a little bit more treating caddies a little better, all those things. So what, how have you seen that evolve in your time there? And what do you, what do you see as the big sales? 
No, that's a that's such a good question. And and it honestly and it it kind of begins. So I I came on board here in the second year of our title sponsor, Century. And they've since signed a 10-year extension and they they crazy. Yeah. I mean they they're they're as good as it gets. And they they sponsor the Gin app it, and they they're going to host a US Senior Open at their course in Wisconsin, which you guys should definitely go take take a play there. It's pretty cool. I played it at their media day for the U.S. Girls Junior a couple years ago. That place is pretty cool. And they're just so invested in, and you talk about trying to up the game and they, they're, I mean, truly part of the conversation, we talk about like, what are these other events doing for the guys? What, what are the little touches that we can do? Cause yeah, they're, you know, our players have generally are pretty well off. So what do you do for a guy that can sort of buy himself anything? And I would say the kind of intrinsic thing we have here is it's it's Maui it's this is when you even when you have crazy money like Dwayne Dwayne Wade is out here vacationing right now on the island I mean like it's it's this is where people it's I always say since I moved here it's like every time you have that thought of like oh man that looks like x person it always like it always is like (laughs) it's like I'm like oh man that looks like Orlando Bloom and then I like I look down the phone and like oh yeah Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom are are vacationing here in Kapalua. I mean, that happened this year. So it's it's just, that's the kind of, the Britney Spears comes to Kapalua all the time to vacation. I mean, this is, it's a place for just really enjoying the, the what Hawaii has to offer. And it's, and so that selling point makes it really easy to the guys. I mean, it's just a, it's just a great spot. And then add in, sprinkle in some of the extras that, that we do with uh, you know, making things easier on families, just making sure that while they're here, their time is is great and easy. You talked about actually one thing I want to address too is you know, one of the things we talk with Century about is making sure we treat the caddies better because I think this is a reward tournament. It's a celebration for winning and it's a team thing. I mean, Spieth is we, a wee guy. And so we want to make sure those caddies feel like they're, it's a win for them, even though it's a really long golf course to walk. So I'm sure they don't love that part of it. But while they're here, we want them to celebrate that the win and with their guy and uh so we've we've really improved their whole just even just like their on-site dining and all that sort of stuff but century has started doing a caddy party that they that they do just for those guys they're going to send them on a whale watch this year so that'll be fun um and whale watches here are pretty cool you actually see whales like i know there are some where they're like oh you know you gotta you might not see any here you pretty much always see whales so it's it's uh, it's pretty cool yeah no it's i would say that it's just kind of a mixture of all of those things are you the tournament director or are you a tourism director for Maui? How do you, do you, are you two timing both, both of those things? Cause you're making a pretty great commercial for Maui right now. Well, this is not I sponsored mean, by the way. This is a, this is a, it's a, it's a tour. It's a tourism based place. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's the majority of the, the, you know, the economic impact. And it's obviously what, what we do is to tell the story of this place. It's just a, I mean, every time they just zoom out, you don't have to. I, You're becoming you, Rolf right before our eyes. I love I, it. <laughs> I can only be so lucky. Um, no, well, you remember when I first moved out here, I mean, I was like insufferable on Instagram, like insufferable. It was like every day and I was posting some other thing. And I was like, man, these people probably hate me by now. And it's, I've dialed it back just in general on, on social, but I'm like, you can't take a bad picture. I mean, like you just point it and it's, it's a mountain or an ocean or like some beautiful tree. So yeah, I mean, it's, you got to work with what you got and what we got is Maui. It's, it's it kind of speaks for itself. 
How do you get Phil Mickelson out there? I, I, he does not usually play this golf tournament. I think there was even a year, wasn't there a year that he was out in, in Maui and didn't play the tournament during during, during the tournament week? So. I, it's a great question. And I've heard so many stories, you know, like everyone's like, well, you know, Phil doesn't play for XXXX reason. And I, you know, I, I never knew the actual reason. And I'm sure that's a combination of a multitude of things, whether it's scheduling. I mean, by and large, scheduling is, is almost always the, you know, it's close to the holidays and people have kids that are going back to school or whatever. And that, that can pose a challenge and it has over the years, whether or not that's why I, who knows. Um, but you know, he's one of the guys I connected with in New York and we talked a little bit about, we actually were, I was talking to his brother, obviously on his bag and his brother had just been out here vacationing like the week before in New York. He's like, Oh yeah, we love Maui. We get out there all the time. And I was like, Oh, well, you know, I know, I, I think Phil spends a decent amount of time out here on a yearly basis, just vacationing. So man, we'd love to have him. And Phil came over and we chatted a little bit and, and, I, and he did make comment of, you know, I don't know how many more chances I'll have to play. So maybe this is, maybe this is one of the last, the last shots. So you know, clearly, you know, he, he, he made that decision and we're, we're so fired up to have him. It's going to be pretty cool. I think, that's one of the that's one of those questions that I've gotten so many times is what is Phil coming is when is he is he coming and it's really cool to be able to say yes like <laughs> that's very fun so yeah we're, we're pumped for some reason it's a lot more exciting to have a limited field with big with big names like this than it is like the hero world challenge I don't know why that is necessarily but like just maybe it's the start of the season but I get more fired up just seeing all the names Rom JT Cantlay Morikawa Bryson Rory Cam Smith Sam Burns Xander Daniel Berger, Hideki, and Spieth. You have to go pretty far down the odds sheet to find Spieth on the on there. So I think they'll be yeah. Some... And Spieth, Spieth set this place on fire in right. Like I mean, literally, I think he was close to the PGA Tour scoring record. That yeah, like, he just completely went unconscious, and that was like peak Spieth. And yeah, the fact that you have to go all the way down that line. I mean, I it's know. crazy. It's you kind of get horses for courses at this place, like. We've here's here's the stat for you. You'll like this. The, we've never had a first time winner except for the very first year we played in Kapalua, which is crazy for a winners only event where you get a lot of turnover year to year with new guys qualifying and winning for the first time. So we've never had a guy win here outside of that first event was David Duvall in 1999. You're saying it'd be their first career or their first go around their first be their first time at this tournament. We've yeah, never yeah, had yeah. them. So Tiger Tiger wins, but he'd been there the year before. And and then you go all the way through that list. It has never been in their first appearance other than the first year we had it. And it's because it just takes a little bit of time. You got mountain break. You got diff some different types of grasses. Even the sand is like this different type of sand. It plays great. I actually vastly prefer it to the Florida courses that you uh, have handed it to me on a couple times. <laughs> you hand it to yourself. I'm not, I'm not even going to bring that. I'm like, I'm not even going to bring that up. I, I did that to my why am I doing it? Uh, the butt, the, I'll never forget that four putt. That was just, that, was just <laughs> that might be the last time you played Will Faber. That lives somewhere back in here and it's never gonna go away. I like anytime a meme exists about missing like a three footer, the amount of people that send that to me is just absolutely brutal. Wait, what, what were we talking about? We were talking about I don't even know. Uh I don't even the golf remember. course being fun, you know. With oh, yeah, the, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. So you get a lot of hanging lies here. A lot of, it's so hilly. And if you look back through our, especially our recent champions, it's a lot of masters winners. You get, I mean, you just look at it. You've got Spieth, 
you got Patrick Reed, you've got DJ, you've got uh, even Zach Johnson, you've got uh, Sergio Garcia's one here, Tiger's one here. It's a bunch of guys that play well at Augusta National. And I think it's because it kind of requires that sort of, I don't know, creative type shot making. Uh, you think about Bubba, one of the most famous shots we've ever had at this tournament was that driver off the deck he hit on 18. I mean, that's just a guy you got to see it around this place. Hmm. Well, we'll get you out of here on this. You've you've talked a lot about Maui, but what in, and all the great things to do. What are your top tips for somebody that's lived there for a while? That, to somebody that would be vacationing there, what are the top restaurants or, or things to do that you'd recommend? Whale watching, you mentioned, but other than that, <laughs> I did. I did, which was always a fun time. It's great to get out on the water. Like it, I, it, what's cool about especially the west side of Maui where we live is there's other islands. Like you're not looking just at open ocean. You're looking at Lanai and Molokai and the other islands kind of surrounding it. So it almost feels like this kind of. Um, enclosed not lake but kind of but shoot everything up in Kapalu is wonderful you know we we love restaurant wise there's some great restaurants up here Sansei and Merriman's and places where a lot of the guys eat and and down in Kanapali is just about 10 minutes from here great spots too down there um some some good restaurants but outside of the restaurants and eating scene um getting out into nature and hiking is pretty cool there's some really good hikes and one of the things I think when I first came to Hawaii, I just pictured a place where it would be hard to get away from people. And the answer is, is the opposite of that. You can get out into nature really quickly where you are just alone and kind of experiencing it. There's this quietness to this place. That's it's, it's, it's a great place to go and recharge. So whether it's there or at a beach you know, we've got this mountain um, DJ came out here a couple of years ago with his wife and we, there's this whole crazy trip that you can, take to uh to hana which is this uh this city out on the other side of the island it takes about four hours to drive there it's this insane road but has all these hikes and stop-offs and um it's where charles Lindbergh went he actually died there and george harrison had a house over there i mean the, the it's just a very interesting place uh, and then of course we've got the national park so we've got haleakala incredible mountain they're known it's known for its uh its sun sunrises you can go there first thing in the morning and actually witness like the sun rising. You're above the clouds and the sun rises from underneath the clouds. Pretty cool. Hmm. Those are just a few things. I made this just, uh, I'm going to start, I'm going to start a travel podcast <laughs> only, only for now. Well, we do miss you here in Jack's, but glad to see you thriving out there and best of luck this coming week. I know we'll be watching and uh, can't wait to see what happens. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you, sir. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Expect 